From Noble Robot on East Hennepin Avenue across the pond in Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Ellen Burns-Johnson, and I make nice games. I'm Stephen McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Martha Croy. I, too, make nice games. For this, our 250th episode, we're going to play some games that were made for us, sort of, by the folks from Game Dev London, who recently held their own Nice Games Jam. And so, everyone's ready. Let's start. Ah, Jeff's Jeff's kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. The timing. Stephen, you remarked on this earlier, but 250, that's a number. Yeah! It is a number. It's a big number. <laughs> we mentioned it like a couple of times leading up to this episode. Uh-huh. We've been on hiatus for a while. And right. So th- th- this has been looming for longer than most of our numbers loom. Yeah. And I think we, were, we even said it on the air like, eh, eh, we've made enough big deals about enough numbers. But now that it's here, it's going to be a big deal. Well, it, uh, yeah, it's just like I didn't expect when we started this, oh my gosh, over five years ago, right? At this point? Yeah. That five years? <laughs> 250 episodes. <laughs> That's just a lot. We've been doing this for a long time. I mean, you don't sound excited. No, it's just, I'm just surprised yeah. at it, I think. You know, I, I, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people start podcasts and they don't do nearly as successful yeah, yeah. as we are. Well, it's sort of, it is kind of interesting. I mean, when we started the podcast, mm-hmm. I was already a voracious listener of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And there were only a few that had been on for more than three or so years because yeah. it's a young medium. But a few of them had cracked five by then. And a couple of them are at 10 now or, or more. Yeah. And um, I don't think I conceived of this show in sense of what would look like five years later. Right. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't intend for it to end sooner than that, but I never really thought about what it would look like in five years. Exactly. And so, yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. If, if listeners are more interested in our thoughts on time passing, I think we talk a lot about the same sort of things in our 200th episode. Yeah. So you can go back and we do a big old extravaganza there. But we got something else to really take up our time today, yeah. which um, is um, some stuff from Game Dev London. But we'll get into that in a minute. We have a little bit of timely news to talk about in the meta. Uh, Global Game Jam happened last week from where we're sitting, um, but a couple weeks ago from where you're hearing this. Um, I helped run the Twin Cities branch virtual site. Good job. And it went pretty good, but it also meant I didn't really get to make a game. Yeah. Um, I I worked a little bit on my Playdate game, which was nice because I hadn't touched it in a while. And so getting all the, getting the SDK back up and running and, you know, fixing the engine that I've been making for it. Um, so that was, I had a nice time, mm-hmm. but at the end of the weekend, I didn't have anything. And so it felt a little bit, I was expecting it, but it felt a little more of a bummer than I expected it to, mm-hmm. I guess. I know, Steven, you sat this one out. Right? Yes, I did. I uh, had ambitions to clean my apartment and didn't do that. <laughs> so, But what did you do? What did I do? Okay, <laughs> all right. You relaxed. Yeah. Perfect. Success then. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched Encanto. That's what I did. Oh, yeah. yeah I like that movie. Did you like it? Okay. Yeah. It looked really good. Yes, yeah. it's fun. That's Pixar, It's a fun right? movie. No, it's not a Pixar movie. Not Pixar? It is a Disney animated animation studios one. Oh yeah yeah. They're also actually kind of similar now, so it's hard to tell the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I, a branding thing these days. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh but yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. A lot cool. of the songs are bops. If you haven't I'm sure you lot people a lot of people have heard the songs on there, so you know, we don't talk about Bruno and all that. It's one of them. <laughs> okay. I'll have to watch That's it. the popular one. It's the same it's like it's like Let It Go from Frozen. It's, mm-hmm. oh. it's, that, it's more popular than that song. See was. I'm always like you know, we don't have small kids in mm. my house, and well, I don't have a Steven in my house either. <laughs> so, like, usually 
I'm up on the action movies, Eric's up on the rom-coms, and then we just have to catch up on the Disney movies ah, okay. whenever we can. So yeah. now I know that we have to watch that one, so we'll try to make time for it. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yep. I, like, there's always those songs that people say like get stuck in your head, like from this movie or Let It Go. Mm-hmm. Like Let It Go is a song I've still never heard. Yes. Oh. And I, I am not avoiding it. There, there's oh. no way you have it. Come on. I, re- I mean, or maybe I have it. I didn't realize that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. But Probably. people talk about it as a way like it's impossible to escape. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, is it? I've never heard it. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Honestly, I hadn't, I didn't hear what uh, we don't talk about Bruno until I watched the movie, and now I hear it all the time. Uh, okay. So it's weird that that's the case. The blue car effect. Right, right. That was yeah, my yeah. favorite song in that movie. It was a good song, but mm-hmm. like, but the, the the song at the end, I liked better, personally. <laughs> okay, I don't remember now, the names. Now but I have anyway. to write it. No, sorry. Now I have to watch it because yes. I need to know what these songs are, <laughs> and also I wanted to watch it anyway. Yeah, Gosh. yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like if if you if you haven't seen it, it just feels like a thing. It's kind of like with me in Game of Thrones. Like everybody was talking about Game of Thrones and that was a thing. Yeah, and I've never seen an episode of that, uh-huh. so like I had no context to what people were talking about. Right. People are like the Red Wedding. Oh, and I'm like, don't worry about it. I don't know what just that means. Look up all the dragon scenes on YouTube, and that's what you get. To <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I. So, so anyways, we so got off set track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the Global Game Jam. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I I started I with and I was going to do it and then I just we had some family stuff happen and uh, I've just been completely drained of it. Just super bad timing for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just don't have. I just have not had a lot of emotional energy left over at the end of every day re- recently, and that's kind of when that stuff started happening. So, oh, okay. Um, I was like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, your uh, your plan uh, insofar that you had one was to do a little bit of more Godot research. Yeah, well. So you didn't miss out on making a game. You just missed out on some time to work on your you know, on your uh, your game dev journey really. Right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, cuz my plan was, you know, there again, the I think I have uh wax poetic on the Godot documentation and tutorials that I found so far. My hope was I was going to go find another like here build this tiny game. Um, but then I was going to like take some of it and target some elements of it to make it my own, mm. um, for the game jam. Um, and I did, did n- nothing instead. <laughs> I actually, well, I did do something, but we'll get to that. I started dread. Oh, oh. Yeah. we'll talk about that more next episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, we've been waiting for so long, but yeah, yeah, we'll have to wait one more week to hear about it. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> anyway. Uh, one piece of news that's uh, probably old news by now, um, but Wordle got bought by the New York Times. Yes. And I wanted to put this in, in the show notes, even though we have a packed episode, because I a lot of people reacted very negatively to it in yeah. a way that that kind of, kind of made me upset a little bit. Mm. Like, Wordle had an interesting journey of like, it had like a uh, uh, like people loved it. Then there was some backlash, and then it got like well, because people kept spamming it on Twitter, and they're yeah. still doing it, and it's still annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard. Like, it's not. Hard I know to you can. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like it's like the yeah. minorest of annoyances. Yeah. But I was thinking like, oh, this game is like it is. It's basically it's a it's a it's a daily version of a of an old game show mm-hmm. that existed. So it's not original idea. Um, it's not exactly the same, but it's very, very close, including them in the color schemes. So yeah. um, it, I think my initial reaction to it is like, why is everyone falling in love with this thing? It's not a new thing. But then I kind of, I don't know, I kind of softened. It was like, well, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah. right? That what, what what's, was unique about it is that sort of social engagement, which right. was not planned, right? It was yeah. just something that this guy made for his wife, um, inspired by the New York Times game section, which has does daily yeah. games. And then New York Times comes waltz in and says, here's a million dollars. Right. And yeah. so- uh, after it got so popular, he didn't really want to manage it. He never intended to make it a thing he right. ma- was making. Yeah. And I think people were getting really upset. Like, you could we would have bought it for $2 or something. Why didn't you just 
why didn't you just why didn't you just why'd you do this instead and it's kind of frustrating because like he gets to decide what he wants to do with his thing oh yeah <laughs> you right. know? absolutely it's his game and this this whole idea of like everyone's thing it's it's there was a lot of there was a lot of um disc- and a lot of articles written about how there's no ads and there's no you don't log in and how that's so refreshing in this in this time and era yeah and so i think people were primed because it was presented as this pure white as the driven snow kind of thing and then somebody bought it and then so everyone just got really angry about that like cuz they had this idea of what it was and that i don't know it, that kind of frustrated me a little mm. bit even though i was never like a huge booster of the of it yeah and like i've now totally in its corner now because <laughs> mad people are, are getting sure it. Like, oh it got sold go if you you want to go buy like a copy of boggle if you want to sit just on, like in front of someone on the opposite side of the table and make yeah. words out of random letters yeah like just go buy boggle but also i mean <laughs> wordle is a it's a javascript front-end application and the word list is in the open so right yeah. it actually isn't there's a million clones out there, so if you're mad, you can just use one of the clones, or just download the the website now. Right, you can just you can download the ex- existing Wordle and it's it's archived now. Yeah, and it's not what the New York Times bought, right? They're, and there's they have no New York Times traffics in games that are not unique, yeah. right? Like yeah. traffic in games you could play other places. Yeah. Um, and so I, I and it's the perfect home for it, um, because it has the same kind of notion as like spelling bee or any of their other non crossword games. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I don't have much more to say about it than I just feel like it's another example of like, I mean, this guy isn't a game dev, ex- especially. Uh, right. He's a, yeah. you know, he's a hobbyist developer. He did some stuff that actually went pretty viral on Reddit. Yeah. Um, he's been a part of other things that have been noteworthy. Um, but it just reminded me of the whole like hate game devs for doing anything other I, whatever gamers want. And um, this, this situation reminded me of the Flappy Bird thing yeah. that happened a few years ago where like, you know, somebody got really popular on they made Flappy Bird and like people, uh, it didn't go well <laughs> in terms of in terms of like, um, uh, yeah, I guess people on the internet. Um, I but I didn't get any impressions of people like being mad at the. I mean, we all have different Twitters because we all follow different people. Yeah, so it depends on who you're following. I think. Um, but well, it's mostly in, it's in the replies to the public things. Oh, that's people, your mistake. The, Don't read yeah. replies. Well, I mean, you, so well, I read replies too. Also, there were a lot of things written. There was a lot of things written about it. Oh, sure. So there were, and because the tone of the of the coverage up to then yeah. had been about how pure and innocent this thing is, mm-hmm. a lot of those articles had that same kind of tone. Or like, are you mad that it's going to be uh, a, a paid? Find these alternatives instead. Or yeah, here is why the selling of Wordle is a sign of. You know, blah blah blah. The apocalypse. Right. Yeah, and there, so there was. <laughs> it wasn't just randos on Twitter. Sure, okay, uh, gotcha. Uh, you know, gotcha. Gamers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, well, uh, what I was gonna say is that like uh, what I saw on Twitter was like people not being. I mean, people were like excited for this dude because you know yeah. they sold sold the game for <laughs> yeah for a million dollars or more, uh-huh. um, which is huge. Um, and so like I don't think anybody was like, at least from what I saw, people weren't shaming him for that. I think it was more like it felt like it was. They only, it felt like it, the only option he had or something. I don't know. It, it didn't feel like. I think people were just like want, wishing that there were more options than like if you've made something really popular, your only option is to sell it or sell to some to, big player or or have to figure out how to manage it yourself. Right. That's, and, that's and part it, of it. A lot of people were saying like, just make your own company and, and make an well, app. Well, what I was going to say is this also happened during the time when uh, – we found out that PlayStation bought um, Bungie. It was the same day. It was the same. Yeah, it was the same day. So I think all of that kind of stuff was on people's minds. Yep, it's all contextual. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that bar maybe had a lot to, had something to do with. All yeah, the New York Times is not Sony. Yeah, exactly. Entertainment America. Like, it's not. No, you know, but they have money and they certainly spent a bit of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think I think in general people well. 
I mean, myself included. I, I, I don't like that like things just start uh, glomming on other things. Glom. Glomming on other things. <laughs> yeah, consolidation is something that we've, yeah. as a topic. Yeah, but you're right. It got, it got riled, it got wrapped up. And that's, that. yeah, that was my, and that's what I saw on Twitter. And that's what I have an issue with. But I, I don't have an issue with the person like selling the game. Because like ultimately, he's one person and like, He's not at fault. He yeah. lives in a society. Yeah, if I had a game, then could I can get a bunch of a million dollars off yeah. of it. I would heck, heck yeah, I'd sell it. Also, I think there's like a lot of people treat the New York Times like a Microsoft or something. It's like a big household brand that's mm. kind of like it's the newspaper. So it's kind of you know. But I think a lot of people don't play New York Times games, and they don't realize what the because a lot of people were making like oh there's going to be ads and it's going to track your you know your usage and blah 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 blah. It's like. New York Times games are like the pure, they are they are the purest expression of like video games. They they have they're very simple. They have, they're you know they have almost nothing to them in, by way of like uh, of of um, engagement mechanics. Yeah, it's yeah, very right? puzzle focused. Yeah, and so uh, if I mean really, I mean imagine if Zynga bought it, like you know. Like, oh god, I don't know. But also there, I mean, to be fair, there probably isn't a lot of ways you can monetize Wordle and microtransactions, but. People were basically spelt saying like, "Oh, that's what will happen now." I think a, a big company. Bought I mean, it. I think people might be concerned because they don't want to have to pay a subscription to play Wordle. But I guess like you can just play it anywhere else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's true. But I mean like that's worth it. Like I I, I, I have a subscription to the New York Times, so like I, yeah, it's, it, I I, I think not, it's worth it. I do not, and thus would not play Wordle. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, if it gets if it gets a single person reading a newspaper, then bully for it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I, you can tell I'm I'm like shutting down every minor uh, quibble you have because I'm I, not even. No, I know I, I'm not being <laughs> yeah. fair to you. Oh, what I'm saying is okay because I, I I do feel very strongly about sure. this That's because fair. like because it people take this like uh, ideological stand that where the variables don't matter, mm. you know, like who is it that sold it, who is it that bought it, what under what context, and they just like thing company bought thing equals bad, you know, because that's been something that's been happening lately. Yeah, mm. and I think there was a, a lot of sort of. It's not even naivety. It's like ignorance of like what the actual facts of the, of the thing was. So that just frustrated me. And it's like, well, I don't know. Not it, so many of the things we all get riled up on ourselves mm -hmm. personally as well are probably we probably do it in where we are missing a lot of that context. Yeah. So um, this is so it kind of made me think about that too. Mm. Like not just that this example, but like, well, you know, it's actually pretty easy to have a take when you don't have all the opinion or you don't have all the facts. And that's what Twitter is for. <laughs> I think that's just. I think. That's just called being grumpy. And yeah. It's okay to be grumpy. I get it. Right. We. I mean, to be fair, we're still in a pandemic, so yep. everybody's grumpy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Everyone has. They have that. Just that enough of excuse, no matter what they're mad about. Truly, though. I suppose you can't just like go on Twitter and be like, "I'm grumpy." Oh, people do that. No, they, they do. <laughs> but you don't get you don't get a lot of likes for that. I think I think you do. I think that's charming. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do that right now. I'm tweeting it right now. Do it. <laughs> You'll probably get it very. Good. <laughs> <laughs> because it because it is it's relatable. Yeah. Like when you don't when you don't have you're not aiming your anger at anybody, people appreciate it because in general, people are good. Like that's, you know, my my supposition. So mm -hmm. if it turns if everyone just responds to you with criticism, then we'll, see. Then we'll be wrong. I tweeted it. Ooh, all right. Here we go. Experiment is active. All right. Speaking of experiments. Yeah. Yes. Good transition. Yes. So yes, Game Dev London, their uh, chief organizer, Adam, approached me and said, hey, I'm, I'm a listener to Nice Games Club. Um, we've been thinking about doing something like a Nice Games Jam. Would you mind if we used the name? And I mean, like, it's incredibly flattering, for one. Mm, yeah. 
but also um it made a lot of sense like it's something that we should have thought of by now <laughs> we, should have, we should have approached other uh other people other shows yeah. and other or other groups to say here's our format we've had a lot of success with it and it it, it teaches a lot about game dead in a very short amount of time and it's it's a great experience for us and and we thank our listeners and so I don't know why we haven't thought to give it to anyone else. Hmm. So I was very, I was, I'm very grateful that that Adam asked for it. Yeah. And so um, we, you know, enthusiastically said yes, but also we thought, well, let, we'll participate a little bit. We will provide the prompt for for their team. And then he comes back to me and says, you know, we've got two teams who want to do this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do two episodes. And um, we said, okay, great. So we recorded a little video intro where we provided the the, the prompt, and the prompt we used was a real time card game. Which is uh, a, a prompt? What? <laughs> I was prepared for that question. <laughs> it's a card game played in real time. So that was the very first prompt we got. Yeah. For oh, yes. Nice games club. <laughs> oh, that's what you were going for. Yeah, that is what I was going for. <laughs> okay. Proof we don't rehearse it. <laughs> um, so we did that, um, and so they the two teams, two games, two episodes. Um, that is something we're gonna we're gonna play those games now. Yeah, is what this episode is gonna be. So we're gonna um, go over the rules as they've written them because they did the same thing we do is try to get all the rules in at the end of the their episode, and we're gonna play them. We're gonna we're gonna talk about their impressions of the process and our impressions of the games. Um, but first, I just want to talk a little bit about Game Dev London and just to explain what their organization is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a community of game devs that's focused on the UK game industry, so not just London but UK industry. Um, they do events, they host panels, they do live streams, and they provide resources to people. So they're really they're a hub for uh, uh, indie developers, up and coming developers, and uh, advocacy for uh, their industry. Um, and they do uh, a podcast, so rotating groups of participants and hosts. Yeah, and that's really cool. And they do uh, so they they do like panels and interviews and you know sort of evergreen topics, roundtable style topics, just like we cool. do. Yeah. So if you you know if you're like I've listened to all the Nice Game Film episodes, <laughs> all two hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, and I've had enough of those three people's opinions. Fair. Um, uh, I encourage you to check it out. They um, you know you can get get their podcast on any service you have, but also they do their show on YouTube. So you mm. all their episodes are recorded. Uh, as video streams, so you can you can see them. And for these game jam episodes, it actually was pretty useful. They did they showed their um, their whiteboarding. They used a Miro board, yeah, uh, to to document their process. It was really interesting to watch. So we'll definitely put those links in the show notes, so you can watch those episodes yourselves um, and look at the rules and see their process. And of course, check out all their other episodes. Okay, now with that out of the way, mm-hmm. it's time to play one of these games. Yeah, let's Woo-hoo. do it. Okay, so the first game is called Safe Cracker. Um, this was With put, two exclamation points. Two exclamation points. Yeah, Very important. important. Yep. Um, this was put together by a team of uh, Chris, Stu, and Tom. And you can uh, find out more about them when you check out that episode for yourself. Um, Ellen, do you want to go over the notes for their game? Yeah. So I can tell this was in Miro because I recognize the font. <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely, we will definitely link to Miro in the show notes, but it's miro.com and I use it all the time. It's amazing for everything. Um, okay, so the first thing I see is co-op, question mark, race, question mark, PvP, question mark. So this must have been when they were talking about like the real-time-ness of this. Yeah. Um, and then I see bank heist, small number of cards, 8 to 10, breaking a cipher. Oh. Yeah. So beneath this, I also see, okay, real-time card game. There is the Game Dev London logo. Nice job, you guys. <laughs> uh, split deck trading co-op race against the clock. So you're working together. Um, to break a cipher 
and you, it's timed. That's what I'm seeing here. Ah. Okay. Win condition is you match a card with every card in the cipher. The lose condition is you're holding three alarm cards. Well, that's kind of cool. I like that idea. Yeah. It's interesting watching them put it together too because they, they kept going back and forth. Is this co-op or is this competitive? Because the, the mechanics they were coming up with were worked for both. But they needed. They eventually had to make a decision yeah. to finish the game, yeah. and we have definitely done that. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but you know, below these notes, they actually did have all the full rules out here, mm-hmm. um, which we can maybe recount, or maybe we should just get into it. What do you think? Well, we can do both, perhaps. Okay. Um, so the first thing in the rules it says, take all the ace cards out of the deck. So we got right. a standard deck with our fifty-two cards. Oh my gosh, it's fifty-two, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. okay. It's been a, it's been a week, you guys. Yeah. Um. Right. We're using the French deck. Using the French deck. So I won't understand any of it, as usual. The ace is the one with the one. Yeah, so they're ones. That's that's the ace. Oh, okay. In uh, in this deck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, I think the jokers are stay in, right? I don't remember. Okay, uh, shuffle deck and place pile of cards. Let me see. I'll see if this is... It doesn't seem seem like you're supposed to remove the jack. It doesn't say anything about them. I don't say anything about them. Uh, if it if it if it's not supposed to be in there, update your rules. <laughs> Understandable though. We just yeah. we discovered that one of our, our the first game we made had um, inaccurate rules on the website. We updated that. Recently. It was interesting watching their them put them together because they as they were kind of at the end of the the episode, write them down. Yeah, they had to remember them, and then and we've definitely done the same thing where we're like, okay, this is definitely it. In a year, we'll come back to this. We'll remember all the things. Right. But the, you do. There are things you don't realize are not obvious yep. that that you need to write down and you don't. Um, I'm not sure that they've done that here, but we've definitely done that. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So we're ex- maybe expecting um, or think, not expecting perfection. I should say. I think it's one of the biggest challenges in writing games that you play on a tabletop mm-hmm. is that you can't just trust the system to, to capture that for you like you can in a video game. Yeah. In a video game, you write the rules and then it's just in the code and that's just how the game runs. Yeah. Um, but you've got to be, you've got to code your players' brains live when you're playing and um, brains are squishy blobs. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so I am laying out eight cards face down on the table in in a circle. Got it. Um, okay. You can see in our show notes that arrangement, and you'll see, of course, in theirs as well. And that is essentially the um, the lock. And each of these cards is like a tumbler in the lock. That's their, oh. they, they hit on this theming really early on, which is really interesting. Cool. Um, and then it, it informed a lot of their decisions. Mm-hmm. That's good. Which uh, I was really excited about. Yeah. A lot of times, especially in tabletop games, that stuff comes later, mm. and then it feels you know just tacked on. Yeah. Um, Looks like a freaky ritual of some sort. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> let, us, let us summon the Eldritch Game Dev Gods. All right. Players draw three cards. I will just hand them to each. Hey. Okay. Do we get to look at them? I don't know yet. Players may turn over any card in the circle at any time to try and match the card from their hand with the suit or number of the card. Yeah. So I assume you have to look at the ones in your hand because how else would you match? That's true. Oh, I got to put the aces back in the deck before I hand out the cards. Oh, okay. Oh, Should we Take reshuffle? Yes, we will have All right. Okay, gotcha. So the aces are ones that must be the alarm card. This is kind of fun. Probably. Learning yeah. this game live. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got eight cards on the table, and Marcus shuffling the decks, shuffling the aces back into the deck. And then we each have three cards, and we probably look at them. Um, you turn over any card in the circle at any time and try to match a card from your hand with the suite or number of the card. So if you turn over an ace and you have an ace, you've got to match. If you, uh, oh, sorry, if you turn over a spade, and you got to spay, you got to match. If you turn over a three and you've got another three, even if they're different colors, then you still have a match. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. 
Okay. They leave their if you mash one, they leave their card face up on top of it, signaling that they've cla- cracked that part of the lock. They cannot match either number suit. They must leave one of the cards face down on the card they couldn't match. Oh, and oh. the lock changes. Oh, but yeah. you know what the lock is. Yeah. Okay. Well, you as a, I'm assuming that like you. Can you communicate that to other people? That's my question. If you, if I don't, if I fail to match. Then I place my I place a card down face down on the one that I turned over, and that right. becomes the new part of the lock. Right. Do I get to communicate what my card that I placed down face down was? Um, I, I guess think, not. I think you can at any point say what's in your hand, so you can say I'm putting uh, this card down. So like, could I have? Oh, I see. But you don't. Like theoretically, could I just reveal my cards to everyone right now? Or does that break the game? I think I so. That breaks the game. I don't know. I don't know if it does. But the thing is, um, I don't know if you guys saw this part. There's a five minute timer. (laughs) 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 Okay. Disagree. (laughs) (laughs) So you probably hand all your cards to Steven and be like, Steven, solve the game for us. But like, you've got five minutes. You've got to work together. I'm just being fetal position scared out of my mind. Well, we're not going to do that to you. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I've I've got a timer up. Okay. Um, So I will. I'll, I'll set it. I'll set it when it's ready to go. We're, I don't think we're quite. No, we're not quite ready. <laughs> no, okay. So once all the locks are cracked, the players win. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yay! That's the goal. We want to win. We yes. like winning. However, if they run out of the cards from the center pile, which is here, mm-hmm. you guys can't see it, but we can. I'm pointing to it. Then they lose. Okay, so got it. Um, oh. We have five minutes to unlock all eight. And if you draw an ace from any suite, you must keep it in front of you, in front of them, which that's you. You have to keep it in front of you, and you cannot discard it. These ace cards are the alarm cards, and if any one player collects three alarm cards, they are out. I see. And, yeah. And I guess they and their hand are out. Yeah, they and their hand are, are out. I guess so. So you're down to only having two safe crackers. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Um, so uh, wh- one of the, the real-time component, when we did this originally, mm-hmm. we were worried about the real-time being a matter of, like, how do we make sure that everyone gets a, their turn? Yeah. And we, we have a solution for that. But what's interesting here is that the real-time element here is, 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 is uses a timer to stress us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if any of us get enough turns. Mm. It's just a matter that there's three of us so, there more, so more actions can happen right. yes. per second. And that's the, the the utility of it. That's yeah, a, a pretty interesting approach. Okay, so I I, I um, if I'm understanding this correctly, we're supposed to have three hands in our three cards in our hand at all times. Yeah, right. that's okay. the one thing I didn't see. It is, doesn't say that in the rules, but that's I imagine that is the case. Yeah, that's when do you draw? You... I think whenever you place a card, whenever you don't have three cards in your hand. Right. So, so whenever you unlock or whenever you replace a one of the tumblers with a new card. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm already thinking how this would be really, really cool to incorporate as like a mini game within a D&D campaign. I'm not <laughs> sure how we would do it, but it, it sounds, I don't that know. That is fun. I'm going like to find another way. Yeah. Like okay. What I like about this is that you, yeah, so the memorization is, the memory is part of it. So when I look at a thing, well, it's interesting because I look at a thing and I can't match it. So right. I have to put one of my, my cards down on it. Yes. And then I should, I think I should be able to tell you guys because then that provides you with, a, you remember what it is so that you know when to, to look, look at it. Right. Right. Otherwise, I don't think that. Otherwise, it wouldn't really help us in any way. Well, you it would just be random the whole time. I mean, you as a player would know what you put down there. That so is, you could do it, but like, it, oh, I, it's so more maybe. interesting if it is. It is know. random all the time because even if you know what it's there, it doesn't really help you. Potentially, well, when you draw I a card, a matching you know card, yeah, you just gotta, that's true. So you got to sort of keep in your active memory as many of them as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's oh, decide for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we may or may not be following the intended rules, but 
should we only um, reveal, we should not reveal to others what we find? I think we should reveal it only because this is a podcast. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right, uh, are we ready to go? Yeah, I think so. All right, I'm going to start the clock. Okay, I'm going to just go ahead and flip one Grab of these. Grab this one and flip it. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Right, I'm grabbing one. This is a 10 of some thingy. I don't remember what the other one okay. was. Okay. Uh, oh, I got an ace. I got <laughs> uh, four I'm, here. I'm putting down a, a two of spades on, on a oh, tumbler. I got Ooh, this. That's good. I got this. And... Oh, uh, oh, because I have another. Um... Right. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, did you get it too? Oh, I got another ace. What the heck? Oh, two long cards. Okay, so I unlocked this one. Tumbler. I just did it in a funky order. And okay. I can. I've got a diamond. We got a king unlocked. Well, that was a ten. Of... I unlocked one Louis with a different Louis. Oh, I didn't get. That. I just drew the rules card. I'm gonna set that aside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is a this is a five. Okay. Oops, I'm not. This uh, is wrong. This I'm one's sorry. a four. I've, here. I've got all clubs, so if, if anyone finds a club, let me know. Oh, here's another rules okay. card. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm looking at a thing here, and this is the this is a V. I don't remember which one of the Vs. All right, I'm I'm putting out okay. I'm putting out a three of clubs. There's a six right here. Of three of clubs. Six. Oh, okay. I'm going to take a look at that, and I'm going to take a look at this guy. And I have a six of clubs, so I can unlock it. And I unlock this with a different okay cardinal. Oh, okay. Um, I don't. What's this one? That one's a. I just drew an alarm. Heck. So there's we. So this is a five. Oh wait, wait. Never mind. I have the right. I have the right uh, suit. Okay. Yay. Okay. All right. Hit me. (laughs) A peek. I feel like I'm I'm jumping over everyone. I forgot what it was, but there we go. Um. All right. Uh, with one tumbler left to. Yeah, that was a ten. Oh, I have a ten. So I'm going to take a peek. Match my ten. Bang. Success. All right, we done it. Yeah. What's in the safe? <laughs> more cards. More, yeah. <laughs> more cards. Just more aces. <laughs> a bunch of French royalty. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things I know they were talking about is like uh is uh is the timer the right amount of time. Yeah. And we still have a three and a half minutes left. Oh wow. Um so um but we do multiple rounds, right? Do we? Do we? Yeah, we do or, or am I thinking of a di- I'm thinking of the other game. Oh okay. Um, so this is a, we you guys want to try again and see if it takes us at the same amount of time. Yeah, I'm curious to see if it'll do. That variability is interesting. Sure. Um, we did lose some seconds pulling the rules cards out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. true. So that's true. That's true. Let's get the aces out again. All right. Uh, I have one yes, here. Two aces. Um, and well, we can maybe cut this part out of the show. <laughs> or not. No, I, I'm making fun sounds. Oh, fun sounds. Cool. Beep, boop, beep, sounds. Beep, Here's beep. the other ace. All right. Um. Oh gosh. I do like that the um, you're not you're not incur- you're not motivated to just as soon as possible peak. You, mm. you, there's yeah. a there's a tension involved. Yeah. There's a there's a cost, and even though you don't really know a lot of information, right? <laughs> like, right. Even if we're and I I think I don't think we were doing a ton of communicating. Um, yeah. It ultimately wasn't that necessary, perhaps. But I, I know that I had some cards in my hand. I was thinking, okay, should I grab one to see? You know yep. what I mean? Like I was I, thinking that too. That yeah. tension is good because it prevents it from being too chaotic. I felt I, I, it felt to me very chaotic, not in a bad way. Right, but, but like, this is the kind of thing, these cards are pretty slippery. For example, they are. like this is the kind of game that could be literally become a literal mess on the table. Yeah, if everyone's hands are flying around. Yes. So it seems as though they avoid that by virtue of the way that the the player motivations. I, yeah, I really like that because I don't. I'm not a locks picker, yeah. But I do watch lock picking lawyer sometimes, uh-huh. and it definitely seems like something where you have to make very deliberate hand motions. Uh huh. And we're having like they're capturing that a little bit. With that is hands. interesting. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Um, which wasn't part of like the challenge that we gave them. It wasn't part of the prompts, but right, like right. great theming. What does a lawyer need with lock picking? Well, we'll put this in the show notes. <laughs> lock picking. Okay. So, yeah. Everyone yeah, needs a hobby. Funny. All right, fair, but. 
All right. <laughs> I guess we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, so I put eight in a, no, I don't put them face up. Right. <laughs> that ruins the game. Yep. Cool. Let's shuffle that again. Um do 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 do. So uh we did a, a minute and thirty five. Okay. Was what we got it last time. So let's see if we can beat that score. So five. While I'm dealing this, I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is is ice cream okay in the winter? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. So. It's dessert. Okay. All right. Is that a controversial opinion? I no. just thought it would engender a little bit more conversation. Oh. That it, I mean, it, I, I think it depends on where you're living. Because here in Minnesota, that might be controversial because it's cold. See, but I, like in I feel the opposite. I feel like I, I, people who don't have winters probably think it's a bad idea because they never have gone a whole winter without eating ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. How do you get through winter without eating ice cream? Yeah, you don't just question. lock off half of the world to you just because it's a bad idea. Like, I <laughs> Yeah. That's why we go outside in the winter still. Like, mm-hmm. we shouldn't, but yeah. what are we going to not? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And just to be clear, I don't eat ice cream outside in the winter. That seems dumb. No, that's silly. That's a... I wouldn't even call that off. Like, if you want to, go for it. Ice cream's a great. Don't get a side eye from me. I had, I, the reason I'm asking is because I had ice cream last night. So it's on my mind. Uh huh. But, and today I'm thinking, I don't really want ice cream, but I could totally go for some hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tea in the winter. Okay. Tea in the summer. Tea. Tea anytime. Yeah, tea anytime. Hot tea in the summer? Well, yeah, hot tea in the summer. <laughs> I guess that's fair. There's cold tea. I I, am, yeah. I meant hot tea. There's iced tea. Okay. Okay. And then everyone gets three cards. Yes. Yes. That's your first card. Thank you. I have shorter arms than y'all. Uh-huh. Two. Now, here's a... Okay, so Ellen is handing us one card at a time, but she's already sufficiently shuffled. Uh-huh. So, but this... People do have opinions about this. We yeah. deal hands to people. Do you just deal them five cards in poker, or do you one at a time? You're supposed to do oh, one. Supposed at to do one at a time. But like, why? It's because, not more like, random. I think I think it's because due to the fact that like we're grouping cards up when we finish a game, we've grouped some cards up together yeah. in a certain way. If you split them up like that, then the cards that did not get unshuffled through to or did not get unshuffled due to your shuffling, right? But that split up that presupposes that Ellen didn't do her job shuffling. No, it's I not, believe in Ellen. I I don't think that right. Ellen did a poor job shuffling. I think that just due what it to sounds the nature. Like to me. <laughs> I, Due to the nature of how shuffling works, this is to prevent that from being an issue. See, I that's was, my understanding. I first learned card games, like with people playing poker. And yeah, we're yeah. like, you know, you do not do that because you might be cheating. And I'm like, I'm seven. How See, that's am what I it cheating? is. I feel like it's a casino <laughs> thing. Oh, it's, it's like a it's to ensure a certain amount of that. But to me, it feels like if you trust that the person shuffling is shuffling. You shouldn't have to. If I, not I, I, I trust that the person is shuffling, but I don't trust physics enough for that to that's, <laughs> prevent it. That's, that's, that's my logical logic. answer. Yeah. And my other answer is now that I know you guys trust me, I'm going to learn how to cheat. Oh, yeah. See? I, I really should have saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. I won't. Okay. No. All right. Five minutes starts now. Okay. Okay. Looking at this card. And I'm looking at a thing. <gasps> wow. Look, a seven. Oh, I've got a thing. Ooh, and I have seven. one. Boop. Success. Go, go, Draw a card. Right. Wow. I'm going to look at another one here. What's this one here? And, a, oh, dang. I'm doing pretty a, good there. Diamonds, but I have a diamond. This is a this is a V of diamond. Uh, this one is? This one is. Okay. V of diamonds. Yeah, I feel like we're not diamond. supposed to communicate because it makes the game a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got a diamond. All right, this oh, wait. I, no. This one is a heart, but I'm going to do... I have a heart. So Wait, can't to... you just place a card that you have matched and then just match up with that card? That's what I'm doing. Oh, I'm doing that. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't supposed to do That's that. That's it. That's it. Okay. Doesn't so matter. that one took us um, 39 seconds. Okay. <laughs> All right. What if we didn't share what we have? Like, 
the information. Now that I know that, you know, I don't know how much that even helped us. Right. I, was gonna, I, I mean, it helped a little bit, but I, now that yeah. I know that there's an exploit where you can just, if you have two that you can match up, you just place one down and place the other one down. Yeah. I did that both times where I had two of two spades or two hearts or whatever, and yeah. I drew something and I just gave it a spade and then I knew I had the other spade. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't, that's not particularly, that's not against the rules. Yeah. But I don't know how we could make it not against, make it right. against the rules. Right. It. I mean, it would work if you had to take a card from the deck and put it down instead of a card from your hand. You know. Yeah. Hmm. But the hot. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. But having cards in your hand helps you because it 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 it, it lets you strategize more than one action. Yeah, it's true. So. Right. You lose out on. Yeah. It it makes the game a lot yeah. more random, pure random almost. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, something like this could be a case of like. Um. Like would this would this game be fun to try to do in twenty seconds? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because then the rules as is kind of work. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that 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 timer is meant to be worry, yeah, then then I think something would have to be refined a little bit in terms of how that that's played. Yeah, or um, maybe just more cards. Yeah, that could be it. Eight right? isn't enough. That's one of the conversations both teams had, which is just like we're dealing with a fifty-two card standard deck. Mm-hmm. If we develop this further, we'd probably make our own cards with our own distributions. Right. Yeah. And I think when we've done that, we've tried to gear our design towards a fifty-two card deck. Yeah. Instead of trying to pretend that we'll be able to change that later, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's. But that also is is constraining in an art in a way that's artificial. Um. So I appreciate. Uh, th- those discussions because we've had those exact discussions. Yeah. Um, and that's something that would would benefit this it, instead of having to change the rule. Yeah, just changing the card distribution mm-hmm. would do it. Right. Um, having more suits. Um, and uh, or the same amount of suits as numbers, perhaps. Then you'd have less of a. The suits are really what what makes it a little bit too easy. Yeah. There's only four of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Less options to get it to work would be better. Yeah. Or it could be a case of like having to. If you do a suit, it has to be a number higher. Or something. Ooh, yeah. So you could still kind of do it, but you have to do some thinking. So it would yeah. take a little more time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that too. Yeah. A lot of options. This is cool though. I like this. <laughs> well, we're not here to work on this game. Right, right, right. Really, it, not our job. Whenever you play test something in the progress, you always want to give some notes to the designer. Yeah. So and I don't they sometimes sometimes don't appreciate that. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, is like uh, uh you can propose solutions, but really what you're giving the developer is a problem to solve. Yep. They can solve it however they want. Yes. And if you give them a suggestion, they can do that, but whatever. Yeah. The key is, is that you're giving them a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we're doing that here. So do you want to do one more round or do you want to move to the next game? Um, we can move to the next game. Okay. Yeah, I think we should move, yeah, to, let's the move to the next game. This was fun though. It's really strong. And the, 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 even the table layout where it's like a, a you, you reach across the table eventually, but you start with the ones in front of you. Yeah. And I, and I think that's nice because it reduces the potential of chaos at the start. Yeah. So there's so much about it that is wor- it's very good and really it, it fits with the spirit of the prompt. Yeah. And that's that's really, really exciting. Yeah. They were able to do that and get the theme tie-in so nice. And that idea that that co-op um, it, is something where like you want to communicate with other people, but you also don't have time to do it perfectly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is a very much like, a, a, you know, a bunch of thieves in, in the, the bank vaults. Yeah. Problems they have. Yeah. So yeah. it's brilliant. You know, it reminds me only a little bit of the crew, which is uh-huh. a fantastic tabletop um, game that's cooperative, and you—it's uh, like a trick-taking card game. Um, the difference is, is it usually takes a lot longer to get through a round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and I can imagine how you could start with like a simple lock, and then you could get things more complex and have to solve more and more complex puzzles mm-hmm. using the same fundamental mechanics of drawing and unlocking and like solving the cipher. That'd be yeah, really fun. yeah. yeah. 
And we're also not here to, to do that. <laughs> but couldn't help myself. So, if you enjoy watching us play nice games, jams, and you've enjoyed watching uh, Game Devs London making new games, you can also enjoy us making games through our previous episodes of Nice Games Jams. Mm-hmm. They're great. Uh, exciting stuff. So you can watch us actually use this exact prompt that we gave them, um, and we didn't just give it to them this way because we're lazy. It was because it was a fun idea. <laughs> yeah. All our episodes are on NiceGames.club, and you can mm-hmm. go back and browse by topic or uh, you know, or just search for uh, uh, subjects that yeah. interest you. Mm-hmm. And if they're in our notes, those episodes will pop up. But uh, I think it's a Right now, we should really recommend our first Nice Games Jam. Yeah. Where yourself, Martha, and I did this exact prompt. Yeah. And we made Pass Him Laughs, or otherwise known as Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is a very different game to the two we're playing today. Yes. And that's so cool. Right? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, also, the, <laughs> the notes are updated because the rules are inaccurate. So they are accurate now. <laughs> <laughs> Steven has fixed our, our years old. <laughs> Uh, rules, yeah. Oh, thank goodness for that. Um, so yeah, check us out at nicegames.club. You definitely had like late night radio host vibes <laughs> at that end there. Yeah. Check us out, nicegames.club. Check us out at nicegames.club. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Swoons. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, so our second game from our second team of Adam, Oscar, and Katie is called Adventurer, Please. And it's a storytelling game. Oh! It's like an improv storytelling game. So what's interesting is we've done one of those as a nice games jam. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because of how like how hard it is to do one of those. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I think part of it is because um, as I was watching this episode, uh, uh, Oscar immediately when they started is like, I'm just going to end up doing GM stuff because he's a, a, a tabletop oh. RPG guy. And so it, it ended, he did definitely push them in that direction. And I think what they came with something pretty interesting. Okay. Um, uh, so let's get to it, right? So yeah. let's look at these rules. Okay, each player, two to four, takes uh, gets three tokens to interrupt each other. Ooh. Deal each player 13 cards. Okay. Do we have we do things we can use as tokens? I believe I can dig around in this drawer. Are the Otherwise, jokers still in here? We, Did we, rem- oh, those are- we, have the play- uh, we have the prototyping decks out in the main room if we need tokens from there. But those look excellent. Mark is pulling out some um, cable management stickies. You're pulling out. Oh yeah, we each need three. Right. So we need that. Oh, cool. Nine. Right. These will be fun. Yeah. Okay. I want this big one. <laughs> you can have two. No, no, that seems unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just give me one. I don't quite right, do the one. There you go. Mine. This one has three little notches for the cables. That one only has two. So oh. it's still bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it only counts for one though. Yeah. In this yeah. game. Yeah, but but you know. The emotional impact of getting a, the three B yeah. out there. Yeah, it's a bigger interrupt. So this game is also played with a deck of cards, but yes. but uh, uh, on top of that, a couple of tokens for each player, a, a trio of them. Um, Deal each player thirteen cards. Yep, I'm working on it. Yeah, one at a time. He's doing right. This is the nice way you're job. supposed to do it. Nice job. Thank you for not cheating, Stephen. You're welcome, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of it as a cheating thing. I was yeah. literally just going like logically. This is how you. It would be the best way to split up cards. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably probably related ideas. I mean, that's the uh, the uh, optimist way of looking at it. Yeah, I think um, avoiding people. I will say this is not part of my argument against this. Yeah, my argument against this is it's unnecessary. But um, I have definitely been in a case where when I'm dealing to two people, when I do the shuffle, Mm -hmm. then dealing back and forth unshuffles them. Yeah, Mm, yeah. You know, that's fair. If you're if you're little, yeah. When it's just two people, it's yeah. Can I? Do something completely useless and stupid, please, on the air. Um, I want to trade this this two pronged interrupt token for your one pronged interrupt token. So I have one, two, and a three. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have I have that too, kind of. Nice. Okay, I got I got I have two twos and a one. Well, that, that means nothing. <laughs> it means literally nothing in this context. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I don't I anything. don't care either yeah. way. Really. Okay. Um, I love how they're all different shapes too. <laughs> this is unexpectedly oh, pleasing to everyone. Yeah, each player has to play cards sequentially from their hand and t- and tell the story using the numbers and suit designations. Okay, you can use customize these, but we use they use wizards as spades, clerics as hearts, thieves are diamonds, and fighters are clubs. Did I do that right? I always yeah, get clubs he, and spades confused. No, you got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, if a player doesn't include the number or stay on topic for the story, they lose an interrupt token. What? Any player can interrupt them by playing an interrupt token. You can end a round by playing the last card of the of a suit in your hand. 
and state the end as soon as you begin the last part of your story. No, no, no. It's in the end. So it's, oh, it's in how you, the end. It's how you right. start your part of the story. Okay. It, yeah, okay. In Thank the you. end, and then that way everyone knows that this is the last piece. Okay, got it. Um, the player who has the last card gets a point for each card of the same suit that as the last card they played in the timeline. Got it. So you, so I guess your goal ultimately is to play as many cards of the same suit as you can. Right. But you may not have... You may find that somebody else has played a bunch of diamonds and you have the king of diamonds. Oh. Oh, yeah. Last card is the king. Not ace. Well, aren't high. it doesn't really matter. It's whatever your last card of it is. So if you have a high, if you have a high numbered uh, card but don't have a lot of other cards of that suit, mm-hmm. you will want to hope other people play that, that, that suit so that you, when you play yours, which you could play at any time because it's the highest of that in your hand, yeah. you will, you, there are more potential points to win. Or if you okay. have a bunch of suit, uh, cards of the same suit in your hand, you want to play a lot of those okay. to make sure that you get those points. Right. Uh, I think that's the kind of, that's the, the, the tension, is that you, you don't always know what you're going for until the story starts playing out. Or the, sure. The starts playing out. Okay. Okay. And since there are three of us, you multiply that by two, and that is the number of rounds you should play. So we should play six rounds, and six a rounds. round doesn't mean anything in terms of how many loops are on the table. Around is how many stories you tell. Yes. Okay. So now the thing that I'm unclear on is these four suits are are wizard cleric thieves fighters. Mm-hmm. Or whatever we want them to be. Right. Does that mean that has to be what we talk about? I believe so. Yeah. They're our protagonists. Okay. That's how I was reading it. All right. So this is our hand. So we can look at it. It's a yeah. lot of, Even though it's, it's 13 cards. cards. It's a lot of cards. And I suppose we'd want to sort it in our hand by suit. Are these French wizards and French clerics? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, and uh, uh, our ace is high or low because in our in our head deck they're ones. Right. Oh, actually, that's then they should be low. Let's just make them low. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Neither here nor there. But for our sake. Yeah. <laughs> How do you determine who goes first? I guess you just randomly decide. You can go first. Okay. I... <laughs> <laughs> that was not my intention. I mean, but all right, how does strategically. <laughs> how does I'll just go. All right. Well, give me. A, I gotta sort my hands. Yeah. First. All right. We gotta sort. I didn't even think about you that. I was just like, let's go. I mean, you could you could play like you could, you know you could choose just, violence, but all right, I'm just gonna choose violence. Um, <laughs> wizards. They are. There's a lot of them, and they live on an island. Oh, see, you're already messing up because you, there need to be two wizards. No, oh, I have to do. Oh. You have to include the number in your part somehow. of the story. Yeah, somehow that. They live on two islands. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> they live on two islands. There are two These islands wizards. with wizards on. There are two islands with wizards on them. There, and so I just keep going. No. Yeah, and we can play. Anyone can play any number higher than that of any suit. I think is how. Okay. It is, right. Or no, someone has to place a three. Because you just placed a two. Oh, that's the sequentially bit. Oh, it has to be sequential. I believe so. So you can. Oh, it does play. say that each player has to play cards sequentially. I'm also relying a little bit on my memory of watching the episode. I believe, sure, but that makes the only valid move is a, is a three. Oh, I should have used this ace. Dang it! I didn't see the ace. <laughs> okay, uh, that's why I didn't shuffle. This is what happens when you don't shuffle, right? Um, or, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it shows violence. I did. This is what I get. All right. Um, three fighters approached these islands on their boat, and they're like, "How how you doing, wizards?" Suspicious. <laughs> um, four, four, four wizards approach the fighters, and they're like, "Why are you here on our islands? We like it nice and isolated, and we're trying to practice magic." 
and then they the, the fighters were like uh uh surprise and they hit hit each of the wizards five times <laughs> each of them five times dang. each of them yeah dang uh it doesn't have that have to be about thieves oh i don't know <laughs> yeah five that's dying. suddenly there's suddenly there's thieves now See, this maybe the, the fighters can be thieves too i don't know <laughs> okay they stole five things <laughs> <laughs> yes I like it. Um, so, well, six clerics come in and have to deal with all this mess and start. Oh, wait, no, they were stolen. Um, they're also investigators. These clerics, so they're um, investigating this 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 theft. And uh... <laughs> just keep working. Yeah. Um, um, at the at as the clock struck seven, um, the 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 fighters struck again. And so, I'm going to interrupt you now and use a token <gasps> and say, no, in fact, it was actually the clock struck eight, in fact. <gasps> eight? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and at the moment that it did, the clerics, who I've forgotten anything about, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> were like, oh, dang, we got to get going. It's, g- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's getting late, you know. It's yeah. Uh, um, and uh, I don't have, oh, I do have a name. And uh, so then they leave for their dinner party at nine, these clerics. <laughs> and when they left, they realized that ten of their shoes were missing. Ten of them? Gasp! I'm not even sure if <laughs> how many were there. Which ones? How many shoes would they have? We're using the French deck, which is a jack. <laughs> uh, it's this one, the V. Okay. And I, I don't know what we're supposed to do for for uh, face cards. I, I maybe we can do whatever we want. Was there something we're supposed to do for those? Oh, because of the numbers. The right number, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I mean, maybe there's supposed to be a jack, queen, or king involved. Yeah, okay. Um, so let's just that. say that much anyway. Sure, the jack of fighters. <laughs> <laughs> so the fighter, who is also a thief, we know. <laughs> right, right. Yes. But because he's the jack of all abilities, he, in fact, can do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. And Nice. <laughs> uh, and so uh, he, uh, uh, you know, takes those 10 shoes. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, abandoning all the other uh you know uh, clerics or whichever he is uh, well, he's a thief <laughs> he least. heads back to the shore <laughs> and i'm gonna interrupt okay and uh turns out that the the queen of the wizards uh doesn't like any of these people and just wants them out of <laughs> these two islands <laughs> so she requests um because she's polite she requests that the the, the, the these leave. The, the, the thieves, these fighters leave the islands. Oh, I got interrupting. Okay. Yep. She requests that the fighters leave the island. So the the king of the thieves comes to help um, and steals all the fighters, <laughs> kidnaps them all, and runs away at the end. Okay. So, Wait, no. Is it in the end? Well, that has to be your last. There's, yeah. no, there's no aces in this deck. So they're ones. So, so that would be the last of your suit. You did say in the end, so it worked out. Well, I said the end at the end. Yeah. I didn't say, in the end, the king king of thieves. We'll give it to you. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) All right, so Ellen, that is your deck. So you get as many points as there are diamonds in that stack. Yeah, okay. There weren't that many diamonds. Oh, no, there were that many diamonds. We we were also stacking cards on top of each other, so we weren't really watching the deck. Yeah. I think you're supposed to lay them out 
you know, kind of fan them out. So I kind of like it stacked, just so you don't in the height in heat. Of so the you kind of don't know. Well, it just encourages you lose the you. ability to be strategic. Also, it just encourages you to memorize it, and I hate that. So I never mind. There were three diamonds in the stack. One of the things I was noticing is I was playing. Suddenly, a bunch of cards in my hand became unusable. Yeah. Yeah. Because they 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 fall behind the number. Right. And I wonder if there's a way. You know, I should probably just be putting them down in front of me because I know they're not going to use them. But mm-hmm. then that will take time away from the game. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I got three diamonds, so I got three points. Do we get our interrupts back? I imagine so. Okay. Actually, maybe not. I don't know. How did you lose an interrupt token? Oh, you if a if a player doesn't include the number. Oh, so if you do it wrong, then you lose an interrupt token. That's the idea. And we didn't I, do I it this like, time. Yeah, we didn't adjudicating that yet. feels a little tricky. So I think we're just gonna have to trust each other on that. Yep. These cards go away. Uh, I think so. so we keep our. You should keep the don't... three that you got points for, though, just so we know how many points you got. Got it. Oh, I don't think there's a mechanism for that. I think you just write down on a piece of paper oh, how many okay. points you got. But I kind of like the idea that then now those cards are out of the game. Oh. Wait, so we're supposed to redistribute. We're supposed to redistribute these. We did. We played a new round, so we're just shuffling a new, new thirteen. That- I see. Okay, that right? that does make sense. Well, I don't think we should take them out of the game because I don't think that's in there. But that's I'll- not in there. But I think that would be an interesting oh. rule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. To remove them from the from the deck because then you'd know yeah, in future shuffle. rounds that like. The, you know the 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 queen of diamonds is the highest queen right um okay so i have a couple ideas yes yes one we need so we are going to get our interrupt tokens back is that how this this works i believe so okay wow these cards are really stiff yeah um i also i do like the idea that you wouldn't that that's for the whole game but i don't think that's what they're the spirit of it yeah is. i might actually be wrong about that um so my other idea then is mm. we can take our, our things back yes and the, the other idea i have is we should come up with different nouns we have wizards, clerics, thieves, and fighters, but for our second round, I feel like we should have different nouns. Right. Okay. This is one of those things that one of the developers w- at the end was saying, oh, we could have uh, like uh, themed uh, uh, add-on decks or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, certainly the, the, the card itself would have information on it that would help you tell the story, right? Okay. That there are f- five thieves on this card or yeah. whatever. Um, so what should our four things? Okay, I know that it's going to be really easy for y'all to do this, but I'm going to veto Star Trek right now. No! <laughs> Come on, Steven. Uh, Steven. Fine. Romulans. We've been oh so my gosh. Good. Engineers. <laughs> we've been so good lately. We've been on hiatus lately, so that's part of it. But we've been so uh, good. Fine. Just don't tell the listeners that. <laughs> Steven, I'm, I'm wearing my done. Beverly Crusher t-shirt right now. Look, there but she is. You wouldn't do this to me on such a day. Fine. Fine. Okay. What's the what are the things? Somebody tell the things. Okay. Federations one of them. By federations? No. No. What? You've watched Okay, you have to have like choose a species or a ship type. Yeah, or like starfy officers or oh. red shirts. Well, then y'all come up with them cuz We okay. just did. <laughs> red shirts. <laughs> red shirts, engineers. Okay. I mean, these are just uh this is going to be all, so I'm yeah, but that's good because then we don't we're not going to put Romulans in here. We're just going to have all on it. So this is going to be a, some adventure on the ship. Yeah, science is one, right? Yeah, yeah science, science officers. officers. Yep, yep. <laughs> this why we don't. This is why I don't talk about it on the show because yeah. y'all know way too much about Ferengi. it than I do. And for rank. Now they, <laughs> here's the thing: they don't have to be people, right? They could yeah. they could be you know any noun, right? So it, it could. could be. Phasers. <laughs> it, okay. Could be explosions. Ooh, wait, wait. Plasma. Plasma. Plasma leaks. Plasma core. Yeah, warp cores. The queen of plasma. <laughs> <laughs> Borgs. Yeah. Borg drones. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> no, do it. Yeah. Okay. You have to do it. 
This is going to make yeah. zero sense, you guys. Right, I'm going to rub on to Mark and deal two cards. I mean, you could, this, you could tell any kind of story. It could be a ship breakdown story. It could be a what if we kissed in the Jeffrey's tube kind of story. Oh, wow, yeah. Like, <laughs> 13, <laughs> 10 science officers showed up at the Jeffrey's tube just looking to okay. make out. <laughs> so this is funny to me. It's Stephen wrote Jeffrey's as in belonging to Jeffrey. Yeah. Jeffrey's tubes. Jeffrey owns the tubes. <laughs> Is that how it's spelled? No, it's oh. Jeffrey's tubes. Jeffrey's is like the name of a person. Jeffrey's. Jeffrey's. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. I always imagine it as the plural of Jeffrey's. Yeah. Oh. Jeffrey's is tube, <laughs> tubes. Yeah. Did I mess up the dealing here? I, I probably did. <laughs> Count your cards. Count your cards. This is what happens when you try to do two at once. Uh huh. I have sixteen cards. I have nineteen cards. <laughs> I don't have so many cards. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, because we're supposed to separate it in thirteen, but there's fifty-two cards in a deck. So, and there's only three of us, so we right. get more cards than that. Um, Whatever. Well, okay, hold on. I'm just gonna get rid. Of, I have sixteen, so I'm just gonna get rid of these things. Okay, problem resolved. All okay, right. this time I'm gonna organize. <laughs> also, maybe someone should start with an ace, because I <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't realize I had an ace. Mm-hmm. So should I? One of the things that's interesting about this is I do I am not I try to use my interrupt token, but I only I felt obligated to do it. Like I I don't really want to. I kind of want to hear what someone has to say. Yeah. I also don't know the interrupt token. Is it a because when I was watching the episode, it kind of played it did it both ways, which is you can interrupt and continue on, Mm -hmm. or you could interrupt and say no, that's not what happened. This happened instead. Oh, so you can put more cards down. Well, that's the question. I don't know if I interrupt with the next in the sequence, or if I interrupt with the same in the sequence. Yeah. I actually don't know what the rule on that is. Um, gotcha. Because it's not specified here. But I feel like the interrupt would make sense if it was, oh no, I was going to play it eight, and it, but they played it. So I, I'm going to use one of my rare tokens, but I need to come up with something for eight yeah. as you're talking. Yeah. So I feel like that should be how it works. Uh, I agree. I don't know that it is, but I would imagine we should play that way, right? You steal the Yeah, so your interrupt token allows you to steal the number. Wait, can you interrupt yourself? Um, it says any player can interrupt. <laughs> can you interrupt yourself? The I think the spirit of the rules are that you interrupt somebody else. Yeah. I I think the spirit of the rules suggests <laughs> that I can put more cards out. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive Steven. <laughs> just okay. reliable right. as the morning sun. Yeah, all right, fine. We don't have to do it that way. <laughs> I kind of like that though. It's just you being interrupting yourself and you like combo. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Just lay down a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that ultimately would be good for you because they'll be of different suits. So it like, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it'd be funny. <laughs> well, I have a killer poker hand, but I'm not sure if it actually works for this one. <laughs> I think killer poker hands, I doubt they help you here. I don't think they do. <laughs> we haven't tested enough to be like, sure. I feel like I can dominate the plot, but yeah. I don't actually get me. Let's also let's also try to lay the cards out in sequence. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, I'm not, there's a lot to keep track of in this game. Right. I think I would. I might argue a little bit too much, mm. um, but I think we should definitely be able to see that so we can decide strategically what to play. Are red shirts are the ones that get killed, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. We didn't make the one of the red suits, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to start then. Okay. Two red shirts uh, were um, walking down a uh, their rounds, which in- involved going through three Jeffrey's tubes ah, uh-huh. to find right, a, right, right. A, a strange anomaly that's been popping up. Strange anomaly. They were joined by two more red shirts, giving us a total of four. 
Seems pretty good. And because there were now four of them, they could now expand their search to five different Jeffrey's tubes. But they still couldn't figure out what the problem was. So they decided to go explore a sixth Jeffrey's tube. <laughs> and they were like, that's not good enough. There's one more Jeffrey's tube we got to check. Seven tubes. And still nothing. But the engineers uh, are... Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's not that. It's that there was actually eight Jeffrey's tubes ultimately that they ended up doing. No, 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 it wasn't that. It was because they had eight red shirts that they were able to do so many searches. Oh, oh that, of course, that makes sense, yeah. Stephen, can you pass me that token yeah. the back in the middle? I threw it across the seat. Oh, <laughs> And of course, the chief science officer who'd been on the ship for nine years had right. never seen anything like this uh-huh. ever before. And it's like, guys, you got to figure it out. You've had all day. Which tube is it in, guys? Turns out there are actually 10 Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> They didn't look thoroughly enough. Even the even the, the 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 officer who was there for nine years didn't realize. And then turns out inside the Jeffrey's tubes, they found Jack, who is like, who's you know causing trouble again. Oh. Uh, in in the end, they put him in the brig. <laughs> uh, Chief science. No, what I'm sorry. It? That's in the end. That's the, oh, you did say that because it's my last. Of no. Time. All right, fine. Oh, right, okay. You can't end the story unless it's the last Heck. of your suit. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I'm bad at this. I it makes a lot of hard. sense when you know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's why I had such a hard time. It went a lot better than last time with the, the clerics and so on. Also, it was actually helpful, even though we just had the Jeffrey's tubes. It was helpful to have something more than just people yeah. or types of people. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That was actually very useful because you could sort of interrelate it, you know? That's true. You know what we did not do is fan out the cards. We did not do Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I think it's hard to do that. So when they were playing this on, in the episode, they were using a... Um, an online oh, yeah. uh, sh- uh, share it like a sort of a tabletop simulator thing very simple just for card games yep. and I think it was probably a little easier for them to do that mm-hmm. right. it's, it's harder for us in real time to do it very naturally just want to yeah. stack it on top yeah especially when you're interrupting someone you're like nope not your five my five yeah, yeah so yeah. you so you get points for all the Jeffrey's tubes I get it <laughs> for all the which I know there are a lot of there are a lot of Jeffrey's <laughs> yeah. tubes We've well this is interesting in my distribution of cards, I had a boatload of eight of uh, spades right I had yeah. tons and tons of red shirts yeah and they're all useless yeah. Because <laughs> they're all low, right? I didn't get yeah. any of the face cards, so I could, there's really nothing I could do. There. Although I guess since if I had ended with my 10, I could have been like in the end mm-hmm. because my 10 would have been my last in my right. suit. Right. I got to remember that it's not, there's nothing magical about the face cards. It's the last one that you have. Yeah. I think, oh. I think a flaw in this game is knowing when that's true is not something you can really be that good at, I feel. Well, you know. Well, you can know when it's going to happen before the game starts, right? That is, I, I suppose, but I mean, like in the moment when you're trying, because you're trying to come up with an interesting story. And I feel, are you? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I was, they I searched was some Jeffrey Street. Right, I was yeah. trying to create a, a story justification to lay my spades down. Oh, uh, yeah, I got to count all my Jeffrey Stoops. <laughs> seven, seven Jeffrey Stoops. Seven. That seems Jeffrey like too many. <laughs> well, we had more in the story. <laughs> Ten in the story. Yeah. Seven, seven points of Jeffrey's. Why am I shuffling? You shuffle. <laughs> I did it last time. Steven, I did it the first time. I did it the... F- <sighs> Steven already did it once. I'm, I'm bad at it. Too late, I gave it to him. And y'all, yeah. Also, y'all criticize the way I shuffle because I use the corners and then you're like, you're going to ruin the cards. No, I think that's fine because these cards are ridiculous. They are. I think actually you will ruin those because they're so stiff. Well, when you bend them, they will bend. That. Well, maybe we'll stop using French cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we'll let Steven <laughs> shuffle. Like that I know! <laughs> that Shel Silverstein poem, which is oh, like, gosh. If, if you have to wash the dishes, such an awful boring chore. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly how it rhymes. Basically, the moral of the story is if you don't like washing the dishes, drop one, break it, and they won't let you do it anymore. Hey. <laughs> that doesn't work when you live alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you just have a bunch of stuff on the floor. Exactly. 
Uh, it is kind of it's really fascinating that like the actual topics that um, the suits are supposed to represent mm-hmm. makes it easier or harder depending on who how much you understand that because I had a harder time with this I know yeah. I've watched a lot of Star Trek also I had know, a hard time with this. I, I kind of I mean that was my first observation as well yeah we have to not we can't discount the fact that it, it was our second time playing That's so it yeah, might yeah. be might have been a little bit easier well, let, let's choose let's choose a theme for our nouns this time around that's more that's closer to Stephen's heart like right Kirby related uh-huh. <gasps> Kirby. No, what'll happen is if it's Kirby related, I will just say things and you'll be mad at me. Yeah, I will. So okay, we shouldn't so do that. Steven, Steven, what's so I'll be like 12 Kirbys. <laughs> no! <laughs> 12 more Kirbys. No! Okay. You See. can do Waddle D's. <laughs> okay, what are what should our nouns be? Uh, okay, if we're not going to do Kirby, because that's, yeah, that's, that's mean. Seems too precious. Why don't we just do like fruits or something? Okay. Oh, yeah. plantains. We were just talking about plantains. Oh, yeah, we were talking about plantains. Plantains. <laughs> plantains. And apples. Apples, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll make an entire new list down here. Cool. Okay, so we've got plantains are going to be spades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apples are going to be hearts, because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're shaped like hearts. Yep. And um, we're going to make clubs with giant blueberries, because they're kind of blobby <laughs> like a blueberry. Yep. Okay. This is actually going to help a lot. <laughs> Some visual connection. Yeah, yeah. And then... Ooh. But, you know, it's another piece of evidence that having these themed decks would would really help layers a lot yeah what's a, what's a funky fruit? honestly what would really be good for a thing like this is um, not just oranges? theme decks but like Tangerine. again moving past the 52 card yeah. poker deck having cards be very specific about the kinds of story elements i right? dealt the first time like <sighs> anyway <laughs> sorry so you know a card could be like um you know a betrayal or something and mm. and that would be in your hand and it would have a value of number category or something. Yeah. So so the, those categories don't necessarily have to relate to the story you tell. Each card could be unique. That would also help people who are maybe not as interested or maybe they're not. it's not as easy for them to engage in an improvisational game is to have a lot more on the card available to them. And then for people who are interested in, and, and feel very versed in doing improvisational games, it, shouldn't, it wouldn't be so constraining. It would give them a box to play in. That uh, reminds me of the role-playing game called Weave, yeah. which um, the card deck that you have um, you, which is this for me? Yeah. Thank you. The card deck that you have is based on tarot, uh-huh. and then you use an app to like set your setting and then like read the cards as they get dealt, and that helps you shape the plot. So, like, a lot of huh. the card deck and the app together take a lot of the effort off of you know what's what's happening in game mastering. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all have 13 cards? Please confirm. Let me double check because I don't think I, I don't know if I did it right. I have 12. 12. Yeah, I didn't count right. You got closer than I did. <laughs> okay, so we've got spades are plantains. Mm-hmm. Yes, and hearts are apples. Yeah, it is kind of hard to keep track of like what suit represents what, and we keep switching. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. So I was shopping, and there was, I was going to get two, <laughs> two apples. No, we're not ready yet. We're not. We're <laughs> no, no. I like this. I like this. I like the hectic sorting. This is. Oh, you're still sorting. Oh, I wanted to just right, go on. Then board. I'm. I'll just kit this. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. It's on. And it was two apples, but I'm like, do I? Need, I, I probably need more than two apples, right? I noticed that three of the apples in that bunch were spoiled, and I was like, oh, Mark, no, maybe you shouldn't get these. <laughs> they seem bad. Um, I instead suggest that you buy some plantains. They're great, and they're nice to fry. And maybe maybe Four of them. <laughs> no, no, sorry. It actually wasn't tangerines. It really was those plantains. Uh, <laughs> no, I put the plantains back in and put six tangerines <laughs> for you taking those tangerines out. Wait, you can only interrupt me with a five. And with a token, by the way. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I was just moving things on. I'm like, I don't care. 
<laughs> so I was like, Stephen, how many should I get? Five? Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Yeah. Since when were we waiting for others to finish what they were doing before we start playing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was what we were doing this time around. You, but you have to place an interrupt token to interrupt. <laughs> Only if I'm using the same number. Um, that's that's. I mean, that's a. But fair you can just criticism. you can just interrupt any way you want, just to put down cards. I guess. <laughs> that's, that's what Ellen's saying. Ellen is not comfortable backing this opinion. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, I noticed there are six giant blueberries that make me think of the number six and I'm like, get six plantains. <laughs> That's cheating, but I don't care. Crossing a giant fight in the grocery store. Uh, um, uh, oh shoot. I should have paid attention to what I had. Um, so I get those uh, six plantains and I head off to the, the, the you know, to buy them. Yes. But there's like seven people in front of me and I'm like, this is going to take way too long. Can I just like put these in my jacket and leave with them? <laughs> Wait, uh, Wait Pat, you didn't use anything about blueberries with this. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because I'm carrying my blueberries to the thing. You didn't mention blueberries when you laid this <laughs> down, which means you lose an interrupt token. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you all say I'm the competitive one. <laughs> But the card is still valid because it's the only thing. Card is still okay, valid. card's also, still valid. I, I All right. And the story is still valid. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, um, you, you finally get to the front of the line and your eight blueberry or your your giant blueberries cost eight dollars. No, sorry, that's not what happened. In the <laughs> in the end, I, I I got eight plantains and and everything was fine. Oh, nice. Uh, As you were leaving the store. So sorry, that was in the end. Oh shoot. Oh gosh. Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not no. I mean, that's the thing is, I, I, I mean, I don't. We did the same thing. We stacked all the cards again. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Part of me was just like, I need control over this. Like, I can end the story now. I guess I will. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. It didn't really. I don't know if that benefited me or not. Mm. I just. Went well, for you it. get points. Oh, well, so, there's that. I suppose. Yeah. That's actually kind of tricky. Is that the only person who gets points in a round? This, may, this is why there are so many rounds. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is the person who lays the last one? So you're kind of motivated just to do it, regardless of if it's a good if it's a good idea or not. I don't know if I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to. I mean, it could be that the um, like that person gets points, but other people get points based on some other metric, and then that way it would be it might be a bad idea to end it. Right. It might be bad for you. Yes. But then knowing when that is is a whole right. Thing. Right. It's it's. it's hmm. I think the thing that's tough for me right now is a lot of that story was just like, no, you're not buying blueberries. You're buying plantains. Yeah. It's, once again, we, we just chose four now, four things. We've got way too many interrupt tokens. If there's just <laughs> one interrupt token, then you could be blocking me every time you can't. <laughs> you know, I do kind of like if it, if it was one per yeah. round yeah. or three per game. Yeah. I think that would that would make them a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, and that may have, it may have been their intent that yeah, we just yeah. don't know because we haven't read them. Right, right. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah. But also, I think six rounds is actually kind of a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It right. is a lot. It's a lot of rounds. Because um, this is, we did three and I feel like we've exhausted it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Be, especially because we changed the topics for each one. You right. Want, you're always going to do that. Yeah. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I wonder if it would be easier as you, as you go through the rounds if you are sticking to the same subjects from round to round, mm-hmm. it becomes easier to tell stories with that because mm-hmm. you have a little bit more to reference. But yeah, I mean, actually, I like the idea of like continuing the story yeah. from round to round. Yeah. Um, so, so those those fighters that got kidnapped by the king of thieves. Yeah. You know, forcing you to, to use the number in your piece is is really interesting, uh-huh. and having it ascend like that 
is kind of I mean it's a weird way to tell a story but it like mechanically it, I think it works mm. yeah but I wonder if forcing you to tell a type of story a type of thing based on a suit I wonder if that is too constraining because hmm. um I mean I think we were kind of creative with how we were go- going about it mm-hmm. like you know we swap we swapped topics so uh, with these three pretty and they're quite different from one another right yeah. I think that like we could make it more broad or less broad and that might change how this plays a bit so like for instance instead of us like making it fruits as each of the different suits it could be like genres like maybe ones like western and sci-fi and superhero I don't know what other <laughs> genres you, are there you start <laughs> romance by, like you start by you know dealing out four cards someone draws one and that suit is what genre you're in yeah and then you do another one and that's how many I don't know you yeah like the, narrow it down. who's the protagonist right right yeah we actually had the same conversation when we were making Reravel. Yeah, like, yeah. like how, how do do we do we constrain players based on genre, topic, or protagonist so that they don't just spin out in random directions, or is that boring? Yeah. Um, so that is that's really these kinds of storytelling games are really difficult. Mm-hmm. And making this sort of like real time, anyone can do anything, has a, like, an energy that's so cool. Yeah. But yeah. it also puts a lot of demands on the mechanics to be sound. Because yes. it can be really easy to get sour about it, yes. like we did in, at least once in every time we played. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I mean, like, I thought I was, my my narrative brain was like, I didn't get to do anything. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, that's true. It sort of rewards the player who games the mechanics, not and and it, the more you think and know oh, this would be an interesting thing to say next, mm-hmm. that takes longer to come up with, right. and then you get a little bit punished. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was all amped to have. Like I ended that story with I just had eight and left, and like that I right. didn't, I didn't feel the need to make it interesting. And I was all I was all queued up to throw apples at your head, nine of them in fact, <laughs> right, which is a much more interesting story. story. Right, it is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, this uh, this is it has improv, but it doesn't have yes and. Like you're supposed to have oh, an improv. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, the interrupts are interesting because mm-hmm. then they they provide a counter to yes and. And I think that's fine. Which I like a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. But you're right; it doesn't encourage yes and. It only has an exception to it. Yeah. 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 This is fun though. Yeah. I wonder if you change them to yes and tokens. But oh well, I mean, then you have to continue it, but like you just put more. You're already down. supposed to continue it. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think the default mode should be yes and. The interrupt should be the exception to it, mm-hmm. which makes them, which makes them like be a big event on the table which is yeah i think we you had mentioned at the end like one per round or three per game yeah i mean one one change i would like to see is that like you can't if you interrupt you can't end the story with an interrupt did i do that you did okay that would that would be a good (laughs) oh yeah that is kind of like playtime's over i win yeah right yeah yeah (laughs) no i like that a lot yeah it makes a lot of sense we don't have apples here but we do have giant blueberries so i might still throw them at your head Cool, cool. I'll be looking forward to that. (laughs) Uh... Hey, that's our show, our 250th. For show notes and links on today's topics, go to our website, nicegames.club. Visit us on Twitter at NiceGamesClub, where Dale tweets about game dev resources and Snowfall. It's nicer than it sounds. We like hearing from you, so tweet back or email us, contact at nicegames.club. NiceGamesClub is on Patreon. Support the show and get stuff. Sign up at patreon.com slash nicegamesclub. And if you want to keep things a little more casual, just stop by nicegames.club slash discord and say hello. Next week, we'll be looking at wikis and guides and creating milestone builds. But that's it for this week. So until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.